Peace, family, and welcome back to the Campaign TV Show. I am your host, Brother King Cam. And, man, we got a special show lined up for you tonight. As y'all seen the title, man, we're going to be talking about NFTs, digital real estate, how you can get involved, you know, the digital real estate landscape. We're talking about the metaverse, all of that beautiful stuff, man. We got all of that stuff lined up for you tonight. Y'all see I got my guests on the panel. You see I got my guests on the panel who's going to be sharing his in-depth knowledge and, you know, his expertise of actually been studying and tapping in with the NFT space and how we'll be able to make uh, money online, family. So if you're ready for this powerful episode, make sure that you tune in. But first, let's go ahead and drop this intro video. Any leadership that teaches you to depend upon another race is a leadership that will enslave you. Any leadership that teaches you to depend upon another race is a leadership that will enslave They gave leadership to our forefathers, and that leadership made them slaves. But we have decided to find a leadership of our own. Not your average nigga, I'm a god out the hood. They can't downplay me. I came up, I'm elevated. Elevated. I ain't gotta say too much for them to know I'm coming for what's mine. You know they see me in my presence, say. They see how I'm coming. Young, but you not just gonna finesse me like you did my people's name back when you said they was emancipated. This ain't that. Your head too big. You feeling yourself. The game wasn't fair. You had the advantage. We weren't educated. Ooh. I don't look at you people the same. Nah. Your worst nightmare, my skin tone about them chains. Yeah. Not no circus lion, son, son. I can't be tamed. Uh -huh. You gon' have to kill me, pussy. Toby ain't my name. Y'all still Wanna think our history started when we were slaves? What? Come on now, talk about them pyramids we made. I was chosen by that man, you know y'all just been running game. The nerve you acting like I ain't. Yes, sir, yes, sir, yes, sir. So Welcome to the Campaign TV Show again. I am your host, Brother King Cam, and I am here with a powerful brother. I met this brother in the ABS tribe, man, doing uh, his thing on the technology side of things, family, really tapping in and, and really being able to bring light to a new space, whether it comes to crypto, trading, uh, Decentraland, NFTs, anything in that space, man. The brother has always been connected and I've always been able to get some enlightenment and some information and always learning something uh, from this brother. So for everybody who is coming into the chat, everybody that's coming into the live stream family, make sure you don't come by yourself. Make sure you do your brother a favor and tag somebody. Make sure that you like and share if you are coming in from Facebook. Make sure you comment so that we can engage. Shout out to the YouTube family. I need you to hit that bell so you can stay notified each and every time we drop a video and make sure that you comment as well. We want to drive as much engagement as possible family but tonight we're going to be learning how to make money online we're going to be talking about the nft space you've been hearing about it migos uh uh takeoff just dropped the project you know tory lane dropped the project you got snoop that just dropped the project so there's so much going on around this nft space and i had to bring a professional in that'll be able to help us out so i'm speaking of none other than the great legendary jared t ross aka mr metaverse i think this brother Hold on, let me drop the let me let me go ahead and drop the hand claps for my brother. Drop the hand claps for him. I think this brother coined the phrase metaverse. I heard him say metaverse before I ever heard before Facebook changed it. So I don't know if he got an insider in Silicon Valley. I don't know if you know if he talked to Zuckerberg directly. But I heard metaverse come from his mouth first ever before Facebook changed, and now they got Meta as their new um company name family so i'm talking about jared t ross brother why don't you introduce to yourself to the family and uh and then go from there 
Yes, my name is Jared T. Ross, and I am a metaverse business consultant. That means I help people navigate, build, and profit in a metaverse of augmented reality, virtual reality, cryptocurrency, NFTs, and the metaverse as a whole. Man, y'all heard him. <clears throat> metaverse, metaverse specialist, consultant, metaverse business consultant, brother. That 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 right there is uh, detailing niche uh, within itself. So I'm gonna get right to it, family. We got a lot of people who are you know, transitioning, you know, they transitioning from, you know, the traditional workspace, a lot of people getting into entrepreneurship, and now really trying to get a handle on the digital space when it comes to entrepreneurship. So what I have been teaching and myself and Dr. Brother Benex has been teaching digital real estate. Well, through digital real estate is where we utilize the land and the uh, the land of social media, right? And we build uh, properties through video, we build properties through valuable content where we're able to market those properties and we're able to develop those properties and then we're able to fix, flip, or rent those properties and monetize them so they become income-producing properties the same way you would do with, uh, with physical real estate. So that's the concept that we were teaching via Facebook, Instagram, any social media platform. And then obviously you can get into spaces of buying domains, buying pages, flipping pages, and things like that. But now, but now with the NFT space, there are literal digital real estate. It's a real, it's, it's really lands being built. It's really worlds being built similar to those worlds that were built for video games. So for those people who are familiar with The Sims, that's back in the day, right? The Sims on the computer. That was one of my favorite games to play with The Sims. You know, um, Grand Theft Auto, you know, any a Halo um Fortnite, any any call of duty right any game that was a game that had a free world or open world and was able you was able to move around and, and do certain things and all of that's tied into uh digital real estate and now nft space and, and things of that nature so uh I'm gonna, I'm gonna go ahead and pass it on to you our brother jared man and break it down what is an nft before we get into nfts let's talk about the word metaverse because yes, you okay. see everybody throwing this term out. And the reality is everybody who you hear say this means something totally different. Okay. Wow. Everybody's talking about something very different because everybody is kind of creating their own definitions because it's a very ill-defined space. I think my definition is the most all-encompassing. And here's, here's what it is. <clears throat> the metaverse is an interconnected web of a variety of technologies, including the blockchain, cryptocurrency, NFTs, augmented reality, virtual reality, and yes, virtual worlds and gaming. So all of these technologies and more come together to form this metaverse, right? And just like when we think about the internet, how would we really describe that to somebody a hundred years ago? It's kind of hard to describe that. It's not any one particular website. It's not a particular game or internet service provider. Instead, it's this interconnected web of all these different technologies. So we need to start using our minds and wrapping around this bigger idea of the metaverse. And there's all these different ingredients that I just mentioned. NFTs are absolutely a key ingredient. They're essentially the ownership inside of the metaverse, whether that be for in-game assets, whether that be for virtual plots of land, whether that be for um, access to certain places inside the metaverse, it's ownership, okay? And you can even, with these NFTs, you can buy a, a Web 3.0 domain name, right? So this is just one use case 
of NFTs. So these Web 3.0 domain names, what we're on right now, this is Web 2.0. But Web 3.0 is just an evolution of the internet where it's based on the blockchain. So now with this Web 3.0, what you can do is you can buy these domain names and you can actually build decentralized websites on there, meaning you can't be censored because you truly have full control and ownership over that website. So you can put whatever you may want and ain't nobody going to come and take that down because you own the NFT of that domain name, not some domain registrar who controls it. You control that. And that's just one element of it. Now let's talk about NFTs as a whole. So an NFT stands for non-fungible token. So all that means is that you can't just exchange it for anything, for any other NFT. When we think of bars of gold, for example, those would be yes, something sir. that's fungible. You have one bar of gold and another, you can easily swap that. Everybody's happy. They're getting the same thing. Or if I have two $5 bills and somebody else has one $10 bill, those are fungible. We can easily swap that because everyone's getting the same value. But with NFTs, you can't just swap that and get the same value. Just like I may have an iPhone and somebody else may have an Android. We can't just swap that. They're still phones, but they're not going to have the same features and functionality. Somebody's going to be getting the short end of the stick in that exchange. Mm. That would mean they're non-fungible. But again, even that doesn't help you understand an NFT too much. That's just the acronym. An NFT is a uniquely identifiable digital asset whose ownership can be proven on the blockchain and understand that any and everything can be integrated into the world of NFTs. There is no limit. There's no industry that cannot benefit from proof of ownership and proof of authenticity of mm. products and services. Proof of ownership, family, proof of ownership. I think that's one of the things, the like the drawing factors, right? For NFTs is because you have ownership. And we have been learning, you know, as we come into different knowledge, coming into, uh, you know, more information, we're understanding the power and ownership. So when you say the non-fungible tokens allow you to now have the key to ownership to Web3 domains, right, where people can now not be able where people now don't have control over the content, they don't have control over what you put on those websites man you you talking about true freedom mm -hmm. true freedom and the ownership as you mentioned can be verified via the blockchain mm -hmm. so with the ownership being verified via the blockchain we're now entering into a space where again we're getting into real true and complete freedom because we know that everything that we've been living in thus far has been pretty much the matrix where they put you in a place where you seem to be free. You can walk around free. Nobody, you know, has your hands in those shackles or, you know, have you tied to anything um, physically, right? But when you really think about it, you actually only have a range of freedom. So the one of the things that comes to mind is I was just watching this movie the other day, Godzilla in, uh, versus King Kong, and how they had King Kong in the containment world where it looked like mm. his real habitat, but yeah. he took that uh, that tree and threw it at the top and it put a hole inside of it. And that was because he knew that he wasn't in his real home. And mm -hmm. that was just a virtual containment that looked like his real habitat, but wasn't the real thing. And that's exactly what we living in today, which is the matrix, but the metaverse now and NFTs are allowing you to actually get into a free world. Am I understanding right. that correctly? 
That's right. That's right. Where you have true ownership of that. And I want to address one of the key objections that people have when they think of NFTs. A lot of people have this idea that NFTs are just digital art. Number one, that's not true. Any and everything, like I said, can be integrated into the world of NFTs. But a lot of people have this idea and they think they outsmarten us or something, saying they can just screenshot an NFT and then they own it. You know, you screenshot that NFT and you can see it. Just like you can screenshot a picture of the Mona Lisa or screenshot a picture of someone else's bank account information. It don't mean that now you own that. Right. It does not mean that at all. And here's the thing with NFTs. Anybody can see the visual, the visual component of an NFT. Sure, have at it. But you won't get the unlockable ownership benefits behind those NFTs. The, be the base level ownership benefit is being able to resell that for a profit down the line. That's, the, that's like base level. You can't do that with a screenshot. But more than that, a lot of NFTs have actual utility behind the scenes. For example, I own an NFT that allows me to have voting rights inside of an organization that is purchasing physical land in the state of Wyoming. And by owning wow. that NFT, I actually have voting rights as far as what that land is going to be used for, how it's going to be divided up into parcels. I'll, I'll be a citizen on that land and I have access to purchase that land if it's available for sale in the future. Now, you can screenshot that NFT all you want you will not have those voting rights inside of that organization because it's proven on the blockchain. And so what I do, because that NFT is held inside of a cryptocurrency wallet, I will go to a website and I will connect my wallet. It's going to read my wallet and say, hey, does this person own this particular NFT? Right. And it sees that I do. And now I have those voting rights on that particular website for me to have my say in that organization. Wow. So it's almost like a level of almost like security. It's almost like having a security code almost mm -hmm. is similar to like having a security code where people may have something that looks like the password, but it's not mm -hmm. actually your fingerprint or your, you know, uh, the scanning of the eye, like you see in a lot of security, right? That's what the NFT is. So now yeah. you can actually verify the ownership. That's right. And then that allows you to have access to it. And, and, and it also brings to mind, they almost like, like a contract or like a treaty that binds you to a specific uh, terms or binds you to uh, obviously to have particular benefits, as you mentioned, you're, you're like voting rights. Right. right. You're absolutely right. That there is a contract. It's called a, it's actually called a smart contract. And that smart contract is all the behind the scenes coding in an NFT. And it's going to okay. automatically execute certain functions when certain conditions are met. So, yes, there is a, a literal contract inside of an NFT. It's called the smart wow. contract. Wow. Bars. Bars, family. So that's that's what it is. And it's almost I'm getting like new contracts and new treaties that allow you to have certain benefits for new in the new world on new land right that's that that's what i'm kind of feeling when, when we when we're talking about it almost like on some avatar type stuff or, or something like that yeah and you know what's really cool about this is it, it creates a trustless system like you don't have to trust people to follow up on their end of the contract once you carry out your part you can have this built into your smart contract where it will automatically execute let's say you you and i uh brother king camp we partner on an nft project right we yes. launched this project and we agree verbally, hey, we're going to each get 10% of the, the secondary sales royalties moving forward. That happens forever. So now, traditionally, maybe only one of us would get a full 20%, and then you would be responsible for manually sending me my 10%, mm -hmm. right? You would have to manually send me that percentage. But with smart contracts, 
that can be executed instantaneously and without anyone's permission. It's already written in the contract, so that's automatically going to get split between the two of us. We don't have to count on one another. We don't have to trust each other to execute on that. Wow. Wow. Family, I hope y'all heard that. I, he I hope y'all heard that. that. That's literally erasing the gray area when it comes to business. It's literally erasing the gray area when it comes to business because I, a lot of people been in those type of deals. Okay, I get 10%, you get 10%. Okay, so when the money come in, I'm somebody's responsible for sending the other person their 10% and then that person has to be trustworthy to make sure that they take just 10% for themselves. But the smart contract, once you, once you draw up the agreements, everything is done without you having to do it. It's already in the contract. So therefore, everybody is going to get what's already in the terms of the contract, which right. makes and allows for business to flow smoothly. Wow, that's that that's that's crazy, man. That's the that's the power of these NFTs. Yeah. That's the power of these NFTs. So you know, we got a lot of people checking in right now. We appreciate everybody who's tuning in. Shout out to Cleveland, Tennessee, in the building, Atlanta, Georgia, in the building, the YouTube family, the Facebook family. Make sure y'all like and share this out and comment. Uh, Sister Felicia said that non fungible. Tokens or NFTs are pieces of digital content, meaning they can be replaced or exchanged with another identical one of the same value, much like a dollar bill. Come on, brother that's, Jared. I see you get ready to say something. That's kind of mixing uh, definition. They, they, they got it in the first half. Well, in that second part where they said like a dollar bill, not so much. You can't just exchange any NFT with another NFT like a dollar bill. That would make them fungible. NFTs are non-fungible. Right, exactly. Fungible yeah. means the same value. Non-fungible means not the same value, right? right. So right. they're not going to be, you can't trade dollar, like you would trade dollar for dollar. You can't do mm -hmm. that because all NFTs aren't created equal. Correct, <laughs> correct. Right. So, okay. So you broke down the metaverse for us. We understand the NFT, which is literally like the key to unlock mm -hmm. um, or have access to certain benefits inside of these different um, digital landscapes. Yes. So, so, so now, okay, how are we able to start to dive into these different spaces? Because this is like so much. It's like okay, <clears throat> in the NFT art space is one place that's like the most popular, uh -huh. right? Then you have <clears throat> the actual digital and uh, digital worlds, you know. So you're talking about virtual reality, augmented reality, uh, mm -hmm. things like that. So how does one actually be know, you know where to start? Right. You need three key resources to begin your journey into the NFT space. And this is just one avenue of entering the metaverse is through NFTs. And that's what I recommend people get started with most frequently. So there's three key resources that you need. Number one is a cryptocurrency wallet. The one that I'm going to recommend is MetaMask. You want to set up a MetaMask. It's got a little fox icon. You can have that on your Google Chrome browser as an extension, as well as on your phone, and you can sync those two up. So I would recommend you get yourself set up with a MetaMask account and then fund that with some cryptocurrency. In addition to that, you're going to want to um, go to a platform like OpenSea. This is just an NFT marketplace where you can buy, sell, and create NFTs. So you're going to want to find one of those marketplaces. <clears throat> Then once you have all that, you also need to set up some social media accounts. And there's actually two here. 
you want your uh, Discord account, number one, because just about every NFT project is going to have a Discord for their community to talk and learn about NFTs and their particular project. And you also want a Twitter account because NFTs live and breathe on Twitter and Discord. You need to have accounts set up there and you need to be very active there. Understand that this space moves at light speed. So it's very important that you pay close attention to uh, spaces like Twitter and to discords. And in those communities, you start getting your hands dirty and start learning bits and pieces. <clears throat> now, some more actionable advice on getting started once you have those resources set up is go out and buy an NFT. It doesn't have to be expensive. Understand that NFTs are given away for free all the time. The crypto punks that are going for millions of dollars now were given away for free back in 2017. So you can find wow. cheap or free NFTs. You see these big headlines of all these multi-million dollar sales or hundreds of thousands. You don't have to have a lot of money. Now, it's going to help speed up your journey for sure if you have some capital, but you don't need that much. You can start getting your feet wet into the NFT space, which is a little bit of money. And so you can go onto a platform like OpenSea. And for your first NFT, what I recommend personally is just go find something super cheap that you personally like. Just something that you personally, it might just be art with no utility behind it. And that's fine. That's how I started. I went out and I bought a couple uh, art pieces just that I liked that were super cheap, no utility behind it, no intention to make a profit. I just say, hey, look, I'm going to try this out. Let me get my feet wet. And that's what I did. So once you have gone through that process of buying an NFT, things will start to make a whole lot more sense to you. And then it takes you down this rabbit hole where you start learning more and more. And then you get to the point where you might want to create an NFT, which is super easy, by the way. If you're working on a small scale, it's just like making a listing on eBay or Facebook Marketplace. Anybody can do it. Once you get to a bigger scale, it gets a little bit more complicated. <clears throat> okay. 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 So, all right, family. So, we got to get MetaMask. Yes, that's M-E-T-A. M-A-S-K. That's MetaMask. And it's gonna be the fox, right? That's the I that's the symbol for MetaMask. It's gonna be the fox. That's your wallet, right? Yep. So you want to get a MetaMask. Then you want to be tapped in on Twitter. That's an actual fact. NFTs live and breathe on Twitter. They gain a lot of uh momentum on Twitter. People get sales on Twitter, all of that kind of stuff. So you want to make sure that you are tapped in on Twitter. You need a Discord. You need Discord, right? D-I-S-C-O-R-D, which is a platform that allows you to communicate with individuals to have like private chats or your own special group where you can start to learn and get knowledge as it pertains to your particular NFT uh, project. Jared, feel free to, to, to jump in if I get off on, on mm -hmm. any of this, right? You're good. Okay. You're good. And, uh, and then also, uh, and, and that's it. And then also you want to make sure that you starting, you want to get on a, uh, 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 marketplace yeah um, nft marketplace such as OpenSea. right OpenSea, OpenSea, OpenSea. Oh. you want to get on OpenSea nft marketplace and now once you do those things you can go out and you can start shopping for nfts and you don't have to have a lot of money mm -hmm. jerry said that most of these nfts that you see going for hundreds of thousands of millions of dollars were free at one point in time oh, so, not not most not most of them just some oh, projects. some some like, okay like the, like the crypto punks those were given away for free okay yes sir thank you for the correction they, they said how do you spell open sea is that o-p-e-n-s-e-e -E -E or s-e-a open sea like okay yeah, so yeah -E all right so yes so some of these nfts were 
free at one point in time. So again, you don't have to have a lot of money. You can get in. You can just start buying really low cost pieces of artwork that you like, and then you can start the education process, right? Yep. Yep. And in okay. fact, on Twitter, there is an account called Free Mint Club. Free Mint, M-I-N-T, Club. And mm. on that account, you'll see a bunch of projects being promoted that are either free or at least really cheap that you can start getting into. It doesn't mean those are all going to be good. So you still need to do some research and look into the background. You want to see, uh, learn about the team, see if they have any history doing what they're doing, see if they are anonymous or if they are doxxed, D-O-X-X-E-D, meaning do you know their real life name and face or are they hiding behind their digital identity? And typically you do want to see a team who is docs and willing to showcase their true identity. But nonetheless, um, yeah, you can free, look up Free Mint's Club. That's how you spell it, Felicia. All right. So, yes, yeah, so Free Mint Club. All right. So once we get those things, uh, Jared, once we, you know, we, we get we got our checklist. That's that's the NFT beginners checklist, family. <laughs> that's the that's the NFT's beginners checklist. You wanna have your MetaMask, you wanna get on the digital, uh, you wanna get on the marketplace like OpenSea, you wanna make sure you got a Twitter account so you can be tapped in. You can get into a group called Free Mint Club so you can get your education up and then you can start shopping for some low cost uh nfts to store go ahead and get your feet wet so as you're going through the process all right so say i got all this stuff right i'm shopping for some nfts i find a couple of pieces i purchased a couple of pieces okay so where is where is this leading me to is this leading me in a particular direction or the more educated i get by being in free mint club and you know being a part of this different discords do I get different information that will take me into an, uh, a particular direction? Like, what does it lead me to? Because I wanna, I wanna bring this. I wanna show this, uh, this article right here with Snoop, right? Where this, this article right here says NFT collector spends four hundred and fifty thousand dollars to live as Snoop Dogg's virtual neighbor, as Snoop Dogg's virtual neighbor. So when I heard this, the first thing that I thought of was The Sims. Mm-hmm. Y'all heard me mention that earlier. I got to go back to the Sims. I used to be like the Sims on the computer. I was a nerd for that. <laughs> like me, me and too, my friends me was too. a nerd for Sims on the computer. And when we found out the cheat code, I know you know about the cheat code, Jerry. The, the Rosebud <laughs> cheat code to get the money. Well, you I ain't know. have to go to work. <laughs> uh-uh. I didn't know about that. Yes, bro. It was a cheat. Well, bro, we found out the cheat code that you could put in is to get your money, so you ain't have to go to work. So when you ain't had to go to work, it was all. It was all, it was no hose bar. Now you could buy the, the flyest house. You could buy the, the baddest house and all of that. So um, that's what that's what came to my mind. Virtual neighbor, I'm thinking about the Sims. So I'm like, wow, okay. You know what I mean? Like, so you have to be able to, how do you get into these worlds where you can actually have a, a property, like a digital property, like a digital home? Because in this article, it says the fan forked out almost half a million dollars to live next door to the dog father. Kinda. It says an NFT collector has spent four hundred and fifty thousand for a plot of virtual land, digital real estate, to be Snoop Dogg's neighbor in the rapper's new interactive world. That's the that's the Sims I'm thinking about again. And they said that Snoop has called it the Snoopverse. Is a digital community that resides within the sandbox and Ethereum-based platform. For creating and monetizing online hangout spaces and gaming experiences so what that made me think about is the same way that we have clubs or 
members only uh, spaces where particular people can go to gather and network or even when it comes to just like bars or clubs or hangout spaces on the on and and you know on the physical side this made me think about that on a digital aspect where now they are creating these digital hangout spaces for you to go to you can enter the world as your avatar visit these places and those who are the creators or the owners of those digital plots of land, those digital buildings, that digital real estate can actually monetize it on this side, from that side to this side. Mm -hmm. am, am I right? Yes, yes, sir. Wow, <clears throat> man, that's heavy, family. Cam, Cam, have you seen the movie Ready Player One? No, I haven't. I haven't. This, this is homework for everybody watching this. This will help us all wrap our minds around the metaverse because when that term is used, oftentimes it is referring to this immersive virtual reality experience that you put yourself inside of. Maybe that's just 2D playing on your computer like a lot of these virtual worlds, or maybe it is where you put on an actual VR headset and you go into this world. So the whole premise of that movie, Ready Player One, is it's in a dystopian future for the planet and the world is in ruins. And basically everybody wants to escape our reality by putting on this virtual reality headset. And that's where a lot of people live and breathe. And like you get so immersed in this space because you can actually monetize. You can earn real life income that you can use in the physical world. They get so into this game in this virtual world that they actually value it as much or more than their physical life. In fact, at the very beginning of that movie, there's a scene where a guy's at work. He's got this virtual reality headset on and he dies inside of the game. He loses all his coins, all his all his weapons and assets. And then he takes off his headset and tries to jump out the window but somebody stops them. But that's how immersive this world can get. And that's how that's how real it is, though. A lot of people say, oh, this is just a make-believe world, but it can really impact your physical world because this is what we got to wrap our minds around. As we start moving more and more into the metaverse, it's not going to be too different from a practical standpoint as to what we can do inside that metaverse. For example, when we see these headlines, uh, Felicia, the movie is Ready Player One. That's the movie. Everybody should go watch that. So as we see these headlines of somebody paying half a million dollars to live next to Stoop Dog inside of one of these metaverses, we thinking, why would somebody pay that type of money for this virtual plot of land that comes with no physical assets? <clears throat> and the right. answer is because that plot of land is going to be an NFT. So you got an asset that you can resell in the future. But more than that, you can monetize these virtual plots of land just like you can monetize physical plots of land. So these are just blank plots of land. You have to build on that, right? Whether you um, outsource that to a designer or you do that yourself. Now, once you build on it, by the way, you don't have to, you can easily just hold on to it and then flip it for more money later on with nothing on it, but you can build on it, right? Then you can monetize it by having games inside of your space. So people right. can come inside and play. You can have it um, locked so only people who own one of your NFTs get access to your space or to your games. And you can you can put advertisements on it. You can monetize it by offering billboard space. So if you have one of these good locations near the, the center of the city or near a spawn point inside the game, you can reach out to brands and you can actually monetize that by having them put their logos or putting billboards on your building. And now all these people inside the metaverse are going to be walking around and seeing your content. There's somebody who I was uh, speaking with, and the idea that we were toying with was creating 
a virtual football hall of fame inside of one of these metaverses. Mm -hmm. Now, if we do this, right, we can embed highlight clips of like videos on the walls of our space. And the next one, we can put NFTs of that particular athlete who had this highlight clip. And so we can have people who, are, who love football come into this metaverse space, look at all these highlight reels, buy NFTs, but we can also be reaching out to brands that might typically sponsor things like the Super Bowl. And now we can say, hey, we got this virtual football hall of fame inside the metaverse. Do you want to put some ads in here? You know, get some notoriety to showcase that you are in the metaverse now and you can get monthly income from that. Right. And wow. you can also you can just lease your space out if you build an event space. People are holding events. People have held business conferences, concerts. Think of Travis Scott when he held his Fortnite concert. Millions of people came. You can have this venue space and you can rent that out to other people to hold their events there. So one of the reasons why that person purchased land next to Snoop Dogg, one for the for the headlines to get attention. Now everybody else wants that land. But also because now that is more marketable. They can then monetize it at a higher price point because it's so close to Snoop Dogg. Just like when people are looking for Airbnb properties, you want to put that near cool places. You want to buy a property near cool places so that it attracts people right. to actually rent out your spot. It's much of the same stuff inside of these metaverse worlds. Wow. So my question, so then my question was going to be, because I was thinking like when you buy a virtual plot of land, I'm thinking the same way you buy a physical plot of land it's like a either you know it's just it's nothing out there right so it's, so you buy the land and it's nothing there so if you hold on to it like you said it'll go up in value you can flip it just off of that but then if you put something on it then you can monetize that so i was i'm thinking that when you put something on it does it have to be like a a structure like you said the event space or the idea, like you said, the virtual hall of fame is not necessarily a structure, but it's like an an idea where people would actually take the idea of a hall of fame where you would see all the greatest players and all the greatest highlights and you would put it into virtual reality or, you know, digital <clears throat> where people can actually go on it and actually be in the hall of fame. So it's like you seeing it, but it's like coming off the page. Well, that particular idea, it actually would be a building. Right. So, so that would be a bit. Okay. Yeah. So these plots of land that we're referring to in virtual worlds like Somnium Space, like Crypto Voxels, Decentraland, the Sandbox, these are all places where people import their, their avatars and they can walk around. So these are almost all going to be like visual 3D structures. They don't have to okay. be necessarily buildings. They could be um, sculptures, pieces of art. Um, but yeah, they are going to be like used in much the same way physical land would be where you actually build a structure on structure it not just, on build, it. Okay. not just build an app on it per se okay okay all right so i was i was uh, so i'm going down the right road with that okay and then those structures would be because i was on somebody's instagram who's an artist who was creating you know nft artwork and some of their pictures were of their nft artwork inside of like homes so because they would have the pictures like on the wall so yeah. you would see the picture you would see the, the picture on his feed but then that picture is a picture of his nft artwork you know they have them in different like worlds you know like maybe something in a in an alley right and then mm -hmm. they may have something on inside of somebody's house on a wall you know and things of that nature so i wanted to make sure i was going down the right uh the right lane with that so mm -hmm. 
with that being said, so we go from purchasing either, you know, getting some uh, NFT for free or, you know, very low cost. How do we now begin to build to where we able to purchase and, you know, invest and make money? You know, because right. people see the see the big headlines and the first thing they want to know is, like, okay, so how am I going to make money off all of this? Right. You have to have a really, really good filter when you're looking at these projects before you get into them, because here's where they'll get you. They'll have fire marketing. So a lot of these projects, keep in mind, anybody can make one of these projects, just like anybody can launch a business. Understand that most NFT projects, they're businesses. That's what people right. are really starting. And most businesses are going to fail. And most NFT projects are going to go to zero or very little. You're not going to make much money. That's most NFT projects. So what you're really investing in is the community, the utility, and the team behind an NFT project. Mm. So if you're not confident in those things, you should really be hesitant. Now, if you're going into NFTs just to buy art, by all means, a lot of those things I just mentioned become irrelevant because you're just supporting that artist. You believe in that artist and you see them going um, and growing long term. So that would, that's why you would invest in them. So it's a little different if it's just art based. But when you see these projects that are typically avatar character based projects where they have maybe 10,000 different versions, they can be really, really deceitful, especially on Instagram. Y'all, they they know that Instagram is not as highly educated on NFTs as Twitter. So here's what they do. They spend a whole lot of time on Instagram running ads. And here's they'll say this. They'll say, oh, we got this celebrity inside our project. This celebrity is going to buy one of our NFTs. They will straight up lie to you. Okay, they will run ads that are lying to you. There is a project with with a, a bulldog NFT, and they were saying Kanye West was in the project. A straight up lie, a blatant lie. And they were running ads for that. I called them out on it on my wow. Instagram and everything. But it's ridiculous what they'll do. And here's another way they get you. They'll show you pictures of them on um, Times Square billboards. And they'll be like, hey, look, we, we big time. Y'all want in on this project. You got to understand they can just pay for those billboards, though. They just pay for them. They're not getting there because of the merit of their project, because of the quality of it. They're getting there because they paid for it. And then they show y'all these pictures of them on Times Square. And you think, oh, this one's legit. This is the one. Not necessarily. It could be. But in most cases, they're probably not going to be the one. So, wow. So that's what you, you got to be careful of, especially on Instagram. Now, on Twitter, if they come and try that same stuff. Crypto Twitter and NFT Twitter are going to come after them and tear them down. So Yo. they, they know to stay on Instagram and get y'all who don't know much about NFTs. That's why yes, I that's why I spend so much time on Instagram with NFTs so that I can save you. Yeah, <laughs> so, so you can educate. Okay. Be an authentic voice in the NFT space on Instagram, which is rare. Wow, man, that's that that's definitely good to know because you know a lot of us, including myself. Are like a newbies in the space so we see some some Times square stuff or we hear that kanye west a part of the project we're gonna automatically <laughs> think it's legit you know what i mean and it's like nah man and that's the thing you know that's one of the things that a lot of people and i'm pretty sure everybody that's you know that's joining us tonight can say you know with the internet it's a lot of scammers and the people a lot of people can get away with a lot of different stuff uh when it comes to doing stuff like this right crypto I know I don't lost money in crypto. I got I got, got in crypto, boy, in the Discord group, man. I, for like four hundred, for like four fifty, bro. I was tight about that. Um, so yeah, it definitely can happen, especially like 
when you looking for help and these people seeing them know more than you do mm-hmm. and they able to take advantage of that because that's the position i was in i was looking for help i was trying to connect my wallet you know trying to yeah. invest money in a coin and mm-hmm. you know they were supposed to be helping and next thing i, I know you. they got me they got they will, me, they so. will get you and, and you know that's one of the key things <clears throat> that i've noticed is that especially in the nft space well i guess it's the same with crypto but when people first get into it and they get scammed very early on they think the whole damn space is a scam and now they right. staying out of it and they missing a whole lot of opportunities which is a shame and so I have an NFT course, but what I plan on doing is releasing the safety and security module of that course totally for free to everybody. Because I think everyone should be able to enter the space and feel safe enough to you know, have a good time in the space and explore. So absolutely, I, I plan on releasing that module of the course for free so that everybody can get access to that. Uh, Felicia, you said, is Discord group and Google Play Store? Um, is, is Discord the app? And, yeah, Discord the app. Yeah. And you, I mean, Felicia, look, I'll be honest with you. If you don't know Discord, you're going to have a, a big headache when you start learning that. But it's worth it. It's worth it. And there's tons of tutorials on YouTube that will teach you how to navigate that platform. But be careful of DMs. As y'all get into the NFT space, you're going to get flooded with spam DMs. Here's, here's what they'll say. They'll say, hey, look, have you heard about this project? And then they'll send you a link to the Discord or to the Instagram and all that. I never even look at them. I just delete them instantly. I don't even consider a project who has their members sending spam DMs out like that. On top of that, you're also going to get DMs of people saying, hey, congratulations, you won this giveaway. Just click here and connect your wallet and we'll send you one Bitcoin or one Ethereum. Red flag, red flag. (laughs) I tell you this, you click one of their links when you want a giveaway. The only thing you're going to win is an empty cryptocurrency wallet. So do not (laughs) click nothing. Okay, be safe. <clears throat> right 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 absolutely okay all right okay okay so we getting there family we getting there man so listen listen i need everybody to press one if you are learning something about nfts and you starting to get a better understanding of the metaverse as brother jared is breaking it down for us because i definitely am we slowly we slow walking this thing but i'm definitely getting an understanding of it how you want to start you want to get in you want to learn education is 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 at the forefront so with that being said jared how can we make sure that we are being educated by those who are authentic and official i know you mentioned you want to be on nft twitter right you and you want to get on those uh discord spaces those are going to be like your official places to get nft knowledge correct correct um that that's where i spend most of my time learning about these projects but understand it is very tough to find people that you can trust in a space. Mm. It, re- it really is. You got you got to find somebody who latch on to them and you see who, who do they trust? It doesn't mean okay. you should automatically trust those other people, but it might mean that you want to start looking into them and considering to learn from them. But, you know, it, it's tough. And if y'all are ever in doubt, feel free. Y'all can reach out to me on Instagram and just say, hey, is this person legit? Is this project legit? And I, chances are I'm going to answer you. As many as I can, I'm going to answer. People are in my DMs all the time saying, hey, Jerry, what do you think about this project? I'll say, eh, you know, not too good. I don't know who the team is. The artwork's basic. Their their project development roadmap is, is really weak. And I'll tell them that. I'll, I'll take my time out of my day to go and look into those projects for people and give them my opinion. So find somebody that you trust and, and count on them. See who they follow. See what kind of communities they are getting involved in. And just follow that. And as you get more and more into the space, you'll develop a better filter 
for finding these BS people who maybe are just getting paid to promote these other NFT projects. Wow, that's a good that that's a good point that you brought that up. So I'm gonna say this, family. I'm gonna say this, and I need you to write this down because this is a bar. Okay, this is a bar. Today's price is not yesterday's price okay or yesterday's price is not today's price so while you have jared t ross available to you now family please take advantage hit my brother up get as much information as possible book consultations with my brother because i know him personally so i can put the stamp of approval the campaign stamp of approval on him so you can make sure you take the NFT and crypto questions to them because that's an actual fact. Because like I said, I done got, got in this space already and I don't talk to nobody else about it except for Jared. If I'm going that way, then I'm that that's who I'm going to team up with and stay in his back pocket on it. So, you know, <laughs> today's price is not yesterday's <laughs> price is not today's price, family. So get it while he's still available because the brother is very smart in this space. So now connection of digital real estate because a lot of people who are on here right everybody who's on here are from is familiar with the digital real estate that me and dr brother ben have taught people about growing their brands on social media how does that connect to the metaverse nfts and crypto can you marry them how does it help because one thing i do know i mean you talked about this personally that when you have a <coughs> nft project then you have to build a community around that project in order to be able to get the support for it. So how do you marry the two? Right. Well, I think one of the easiest ways <clears throat> is by using other platforms that are already created. Things like Leo Finance and Essency. And I think Essency is spelled E-C-E-N-C-Y. And these are platforms that you can go and build like blogs on and make social media posts and then you get paid for that. When people upvote you, just like on Reddit, when you get upvoted for a post that you made, but on these platforms, those upvotes would actually be a cryptocurrency. So you get a little bit of crypto every time somebody upvotes one of your posts. So that's what you can start doing inside of this Web3 world. You can start getting involved in these social media platforms that are based on the blockchain and start collecting you know, small amounts of this cryptocurrency. And as that platform grows, the value of the currency that you're collecting is also going to grow. And that, that's SNC, E-C-E-N-C-Y. <clears throat> and then there's also Leo Finance. And there's a couple others out there. Uh, but yeah, you can absolutely do that. And that's like the, the easiest way to look at it. But keep in mind, when uh, Brother King Cam and Brother Ben X talk about digital real estate, they're really talking about those social platforms that you build an audience on. You could do much the same thing on these virtual plots of land. As you start building a really cool experience, maybe you got some games inside, maybe you got some exclusive NFTs, maybe you, you got a DJ in there. You, you know, there's metaverse DJs, like people literally who wow. DJ just inside these virtual worlds. So they have that. And so as you build these cool experiences where people come in, they can literally walk into your space and explore this virtual world that you have curated. Now you might have a, a regular foot traffic inside of your metaverse space, which you can also monetize. Like I mentioned, you can be renting this space out. You can be renting ad space. Just like in digital real estate, they tell y'all about offering, um, you know, paid promo posts, right? You can, now people can do the same thing, but instead of a promo post, it's literally an ad spot inside of your metaverse real estate. So you could do much of these same things and just translate them 
over to this metaverse space. <clears throat> wow. So that's like if, uh, for example, spaces would be considered maybe like Hangouts. So for example, Google has Google Hangouts, <clears throat> but if they wanted to get into, you know, a virtual plot of land and actually build a, a space called Google Hangout, and then inside of Google Hangouts, you can actually go inside, you can actually, yep. you know, tap in with people doing emails that got different Google NFTs or exclusive NFTs from, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Like Bill Gates or something like that, like, or, the, you know, that type of stuff, Microsoft or, you know, whatever the case may be, but that is the idea, right? That's right. the overall, and, that's the overall. That's, that's one way of looking at it. You can also look at it as if you are creating a 3D virtual reality experience of your Instagram or of your YouTube, where people can now experience your content in a 3D environment. Because think of this. Brother King Cam, you could um, create this, this, buy this plot of land. You can build a building on it and you can embed your videos. Maybe you choose your top videos on YouTube or Facebook and you can embed them on the walls in HD of your virtual space. And now people can come and consume your content while standing next to their friends, while standing next to their, to their significant other. And y'all can yeah. watch that in this virtual reality space. Y'all can click on it, click pause, and you can go and do other things inside the same space while while continuing to watch that video. Wow, that's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. So let me ask you this: Are you able to say if you built a space like this, does it have to have? Is it does it is it is it fully? functional to where you would you could put like a lounge area for, so like people would come in and could actually like sit down and kind of like sit back and watch the content or does it have to be like a walkthrough like what's the experience or how do you build it out or is it kind of like open you have a lot of different options in most cases it's going to be pretty open uh just like in sims like you can be walking okay. around it's not like you you just put on this virtual reality headset and it's automatically just guides you through the space no you right. get to control and walk around like it really is a video game that you get to be in control of but in this video game you get ownership over these in-game assets imagine in gta for example if you, you actually own, block, own the stuff yeah in there. you could own one of those ammunition spots right yeah <laughs> that's that's what we're talking about in gaming <laughs> Gaming, <laughs> yo like if you really own one of them gun stores like the ammunition spot bro that's <laughs> that's crazy that's, that's where the world is going to move towards though understand that all these games are going to begin integrating nfts and traditionally when you buy an in-game asset whether that be a weapon or whether that be a new skin you would buy that from the game developer directly it goes into your you know your gaming account you can use that and that's the end of the product life cycle but with NFTs, as these big companies are integrating them, you can buy a skin, buy a weapon, buy a car, and then you can turn around and sell it to another player and make money off of that. Wow. Mm -hmm. That's the that's the that's the new level right there. Because I remember we was buying skins for like Halo and Call of Duty and Rainbow Six and all of that. Right. Yeah. But like you said, the end of the life cycle was that the fact that you was able to you know uh collecting on your gaming profile and things like that but and you you could you know you would get the tokens or the coins on the game but it didn't translate over to actual physical dollar bills but because of the nfts now those skins and those different upgrades that you purchase inside of that world now that's being held inside of your wallet and now you could sell that to somebody else for actual bitcoin 
uh, or Ethereum or uh, cryptocurrency That's that right. can translate and, over, family. And people they people can go ahead and screenshot that skin all they want. <laughs> it don't mean they own it. They aren't going to be able to use it in the game with their screenshot. They aren't going to be able to sell it to another player with their screenshot. Wow. Wow. <laughs> and that, hey, hey, look, Brother Jared is dropping gems right now, family. He's dropping gems right now. So I'm just thinking about all of these different ways that you're able to integrate this type of stuff into your business. You know, digital real estate, being able to build your brand online allows you to build up that community and you can create the conversation, create the space where that you can begin to educate and you can bring professionals in to talk about, you know, how they can be a part of your project and things of that nature or become a part of your new 3d experience and what type of exclusive nfts and content and things like that that may be offered uh in that area so uh yo sister felicia said thanks for all the information yes absolutely so it's opening up it's definitely opening up uh my eyes so okay so now um kind of getting a better getting a better understanding of it and realizing what you can build what type of assets that you can be that you can begin to own um dang i'm kind of i'm kind of blown away i'm kind of blown away now and i've been taking notes though i've been taking notes the whole time so uh somebody had asked a question said is bitcoin mining connected and legitimate to nfts yeah i don't i don't know if that's really a a relevant question um i mean let's try to answer it though because the question doesn't really make too much sense bitcoin mining um that's where you basically you solve complex transactions on the blockchain using your computer's power so you're not manually doing this or anything you just have a dedicated computer or server set up to solve these transactions that are very complex and then as you as your computer solves these you get rewarded with um you know a little bit of this particular cryptocurrency in this case bitcoin and so it's it's really totally separate from nfts in and of itself but there are projects who are connecting it to the world of NFTs. For example, there's a project called Bitcoin uh, or blockchain miners, I think. And what they're doing, the people who own one of their NFTs are able to tap into their cryptocurrency mining operation and earn that passive income. I'm involved in another project called the Enigma miners, where it does the same thing because I own one of those NFTs. I can then stake that NFT. When I stake, it's basically just locking it up for a certain period of time. When I stake that NFT, I can collect a percentage of those gains that the cryptocurrency mining operation garners, and that will automatically be sent to me. Okay. Okay. So that makes sense. That makes sense. So I wanted to go back over to, because we kind of covered this, uh, but I wanted to also read this piece, piece of the article where uh back to snoop when they were saying that by being snoop's virtual neighbor on sandbox i think that's what it's called sam sandbox um fans will be given access to exclusive members only parties at a digital replica of his california mansion which is currently being constructed so basically what snoop is doing is taking his fans and his community and allowing them the opportunity to have exclusive members only only uh parties at his house so the same way he would invite you to his house in real life he's inviting you to the digital replica of his house on uh digital uh, on a digital plot of land that he's building a replica of and probably inside of there because you paid to be his neighbor right you have access uh to the parties 
Then inside of there, you probably get access to exclusive content, you know, tour dates, you know, yeah. stuff like that, all type of giveaways and stuff like that. So the idea in the con- is conceptualizing inside of my mind, just um, just in case y'all didn't know, right? <laughs> so somebody said, how can I buy NFTs right now? Uh, Brother Jared mentioned earlier, what you can do is you can become a part of uh, one of the marketplaces. The one that he suggested was OpenSea. You can go there and you can try to find either nfts that are free or you find low-cost nfts pieces you know nft artwork that you can go ahead and get into right now and you can answer that too uh brother jerry yeah that's a dangerous question to ask we don't necessarily just want to buy nfts because they're nfts because most nfts are going to be worthless just like you wouldn't want to invest in just any business you want to know which ones you're getting into you want to see is this worthwhile but again if we translate that to the nft world if you're just going in for the art by all means it's, it's less important to do all this critical um, thinking and analysis of these projects before you get in. But buying an NFT is the easy part. Buying the right NFT is the hard part. Okay, so uh, yeah, let's talk about that a little bit as far as buying NFT art versus buying <clears throat> NFT for utility. Right. So, so when you buy, yeah, when you buy an NFT for the art, it's really an investment in the artist. So in that sense, that NFT kind of operates as a personal stock connected to that particular artist. If you believe they're going to rise in value, it would make sense to get into that. Maybe they're already big, so you you automatically want to get into that. Uh, but maybe you just like the piece. Maybe they're you know the artist is very small. Maybe they're not really that active, but you just really like the piece. Go ahead and buy that. That's all fine and dandy. And then when you start getting into the buying NFTs for the utility, now you get all these more complex factors. The team is probably the number one most important thing, in my opinion, even beyond the utility. I want to see, is this team competent? Do they have a history working in the space? Because a lot of projects that are launching and getting y'all attentions with their marketing, their founding members, they're just marketers. They're social media marketing guys. They're e-commerce guys. And while that's a valuable skill set, it doesn't really equip them to create a long lasting brand business in the NFT world. There's a lot more that goes into it. So beyond the team, we also want to start looking at the utility. And y'all are going to get deceived with the utility because projects will tell you, hey, we have this really unique utility. It ain't that unique. You know, they'll just say, oh, you can import your 3D avatar into the metaverse. And while a few months ago that was pretty novel, most projects are allowing that. They do come with a 3D model that you can now import into the metaverse. So it's not that unique. It's not that great of a, a piece of utility. Piece of utility, right. Yeah, but kind of common. Unique, right. A, a very unique piece of utility was being able to earn passive income from that cryptocurrency mining operation. That is very unique. That is a great utility. Um, another form of utility is having intellectual property rights over your NFT. So some NFTs, not all, they will actually give you commercial property rights over whatever NFT that you own. So as long as you own that, you have those commercial rights. The Board Ape Yacht Club, for example, one of the biggest NFT projects right now, they all their holders have intellectual property rights over their NFT. So they can use their ape and go monetize that in whatever way they want. They can put it on shirts, they can put it on hats, backpacks, whatever. In fact, one uh, one holder took their board apes and created a wine brand around it. So they have pictures of their apes on their wine brand. And when you connect your wine brand to this massive um project like the board apes is probably a good sign it's a good business idea and so they can do that but as soon as they sell those board apes that they own they no longer own those intellectual property rights so they would have to change their wine brand 
Oh wow. Okay. Okay. Well, that makes sense. That makes sense. Okay. So, man, I uh, was still uh, pulling back some of this stuff uh, from uh, what Snoop got going on, and it's really allowing me to kind of think about some different ideas um, for myself. And another thing, another another benefit to being a part of Snoop's, uh, you know, uh, Snoopverse, right? Residents will be able to deck out their avatars. So. Jared, you just mentioned the fact that you have a 3D avatar that comes with most of these NFT uh, yeah. projects, right? So you able to deck out the avatars and designer clothes, right? Drive sport cars and build upon their own Snoopverse plots, which they can profit off when other residents come to visit. So when you become a part of Snoop's world, you can buy land in Snoop's world. And you can profit off that land when you invite people over to your spot. <laughs> Yo, this is crazy. Right. Yo, this is this is crazy. And it says they also had a chance to become Snoop Dogg himself thanks to handcrafted voxel avatars that can be used in the sandbox metaverse. That that right there is uh that's crazy. That's like right. literally being able to um like literally being inside of a video game. Like it's like I said, for me, it's like the Sims all over again, Sims 2.0. Uh, so I'm just, I'm thinking about that all over. And because my mind was on going into the Sims, customizing that avatar, building out that house exactly the way you wanted it to be, upstairs, downstairs, how many bathrooms, all of that kind of stuff. It's the same uh, mindset that I have, you know, when it comes to crafting a digital experience inside of the metaverse. So uh, somebody had a question. That said, who founded NFTs? Yeah, I typed typed my response to him. I said, NFTs are a technology based on the blockchain. No one really founded it uh, because it's just utilizing blockchain technology. Uh, But the first person to create an NFT was Kevin McCoy back in 2014. So they've been around for a while, but they've just been slowly figuring out what the heck these are good for. Okay, okay. So my, my question is... You know, for for what some of us, some for some people saying, well, you know, that's all well and good, uh, Jared, the NFTs and the metaverse and all that. But that's just the elite trying to take away your human rights. That's just the people creating these digital worlds that trying to take you away from the reality and trying to take you out of uh, and take your mind off of what's really going on so that they can be able to have you inside of these worlds and under artificial intelligence and AI is taking over. So what is your, what is your response to that? Well, number one, let's say they are trying to do that. Are you just going to resist it and be ill prepared where that reality never becomes to be? Because you fighting this, you fighting this right now is futile. You're not going to escape this. You know, this is where the world is going. It's like the Internet, right? All those people who were skeptical of the Internet, laughing about the Internet, they're probably on the Internet right now. You're not getting away from this world. So you better be a great navigator of the world. Think about this in the Matrix, right? They had people outside of the Matrix who would go into it and knew how to navigate it with actual control, like Neo. Like Morpheus. So these people would still go in there and operate because that's where their people were. Do you want to leave everybody in there and try to do your own thing? Because there was also other people who just lived in Zion in the city underground and they ain't really go into the matrix that much right. and try to help people. But which side do you want to be? Do you want to be just absorbed in the matrix you don't even know? Do you want to be 
um, you know, hiding away underground in the caves and let everybody else do the work? Or do you want to be in there and know how to navigate both worlds? And that's where I'm trying to be. There's a lot of power and money to be made inside of this transition phase. So you can get in early and you can have a real say and a real control over the space. And keep in mind, the space that we're moving towards as organizations are getting involved in these spaces, a lot of them are becoming structured as DAOs, decentralized autonomous organizations. And what this means is that decision making is based on the NFT holders instead of the head of the company, right? Instead of a head of company, like in a traditional business or a board of directors, instead of them making these big decisions in a hierarchical fashion, instead it's like a circle and everybody has voting rights inside of the organization. I mentioned earlier, I'm part of that NFT project, right? Where I get voting rights as to what they're going to do with this land. And if that community decides, hey, look, y'all, we don't want this on our land. We can literally vote. And it's a contract that they have to abide by, that the family team has to abide by. And, so and we, go ahead. Oh, oh I, mean, I didn't mean to cut you off, but I just thought about uh, banks versus credit unions, where banks have board of directors and credit unions have members with the credit unions. And this is why you're able to get better, you know, quote unquote, rates and things like that with the credit unions, because they try to give more power to the people who are purchasing their products versus the board of directors or the stockholders who have a vested interest in the company versus the exp- overall uh, customer experience. So that's what that's what I'm picking up from that. And then also, you know, uh, somebody mentioned the fact that uh, that you said or you admitted to that you just that you can't beat them join them well i would say that it's not necessary i wouldn't necessarily say if you can't beat them join them but the way to beat them is to understand how they operate in order to beat them you have to understand how they operate war isn't about uh you know all out uh uh brute and just running in with your head down and thinking you're just going to destroy everything in your path it's a lot of chess moves that have to be made it's a lot of mental strategy and a, and a lot of mental moves that are being done in order for you to ultimately uh win the war so this is part of that and as jared mentioned you want to understand and know how to navigate this world because if you don't want to be a part of it you don't want to learn it you don't want to have you know any type of understanding of it and you want to stay in the old world but all the people are going to the new world how you going to help the people because ain't nothing happening in the old world old world dead ain't nothing going on over there where you at you <laughs> ain't nothing going on ain't nobody making no money over there people miserable over there ain't nothing happening all the people is are in the metaverse that's where companies are transitioning to that's where everything is moving to, where big business decisions are being made, a lot of money is being made, a lot of attention, and you in the old world still screaming the same old stuff. So I don't think it's a good idea to continue to try to resist some of this stuff that's going on when it comes to the metaverse. Are you going to hit your whole wagon to this? Absolutely not. And the key thing that Jerry said was know how to navigate with control. If you don't have no understanding, you don't know how to navigate with control. You don't even know how to navigate. You just in there. So understanding and knowing how to navigate with control is the best scenario and how you will overall be able to survive and ultimately win the war and the minds for the people. Right. That's right. That's so, right. yeah. Yeah. So I, so I, I, I definitely, 
I definitely. Um, and hold, hold on. Let, let me say this because people are forgetting the true ownership that comes with moving into the metaverse that is decentralized. Because understand, Facebook getting into the metaverse, they are going to try to make it more centralized where they control a whole lot of portions of it. Yeah. But take a look at this. Uh, a few weeks ago, there was an Instagram account that was literally stolen by the, by the company because they had the username metaverse and they had it for years. But now since this new world is coming about, they just took her Instagram account. They just took it and she couldn't get back into it just because she had that username. And that's the risk of this centralized world. So Lavim, who, who's talking in the chat here, uh -huh. getting all worked up about it, but understand in the blockchain world, in the metaverse, where, where these usernames are actually NFTs, you can't do that. You can't go, they, these corporations can't go and steal your property. So for example, that person who has that um, that land, that's the Snoop Dogg, what if, what if the Congress comes in and say, hey, look, we're taking this land. They can't. It's on the blockchain. You can't right. come in and just steal that. There's there's no way that they can come and do that. It's locked in on the blockchain. You have that ownership and only you can give that up. Absolutely. And I, and I think, too, people have in their own minds, Jared, what they think freedom is supposed to look like. They think, you know, if you go outside and you got, you know, you got you a big piece of land outside or whatever the case may be. And you ain't spending none of this fiat money. You ain't eating, you know, none of this food, you know what I mean? All that kind of stuff. Then, hey, that's that's the idea of freedom. And the other idea of freedom may be different, right? The world is moving in another direction. And nowhere in scripture, because I, I see people get ready to go into scripture, right? Nowhere in scripture did it get, tell you that, the metaverse was not going to be a part of this. The, nowhere did it say that technology was going to stop evolving. Nowhere did it say that internet was not going to be involved. Like it doesn't give you that impression. That is our own impression that we're trying to say is what it's supposed to look like. But that was no definitive answer. It just said it was going to be a new world. An old world is going out in the book of Revelations. A new world is coming in. A new world is coming in in the Quran. An old world is going out. So we don't necessarily know what the new world looks like. And if we're not open-minded enough to be able to filter through some of the different stuff that we know, the wickedness in high places and all of that kind of stuff, but filter through and again, as Jared said, move with control. Have some understanding so that you can move with a sense of direction is going to be your best opportunity in order for you to be successful and be able to move forward. Because ain't nobody listening to some of the stuff that some people is talking about because it's that old, it's that old age stuff that's just not applicable. Some of the stuff just is not applicable for today. You see what I'm saying? So, um, man, this has been such a beautiful conversation. We have, and, 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 and also let me say this too. This is why we have that disconnection with the youth because we want to come in and we want to try to teach and we want to try to talk about freeing their minds, but you haven't freed your mind <laughs> to the new wave and, and, and to what's happening now and how the world is changing. See, your mind hasn't been freed. You stuck in the past and then you trying to quote unquote free the youth from the quote unquote matrix. And they're like, nah, this is the direction. This is, this is what we into now. So I think it's important for the older generation to, again, have that open mind so that you be able to close the gap because this is a different type of generation. Myself, Jared, people that are younger than us, like it's a, we have a different mindset, an independent mindset of accomplishing 
what it is that we want to accomplish and we're breaking down all barriers and we are open to all types of opportunity to do that it's not just about what we can do physically with our hands which is very important right that's very important piece of it but also opening up and exercising this big black brain of ours this big brain of ours that really is the biggest muscle of all so i think that's very uh very definitely um important for this day this this day and time that's right yes sir yes sir yes sir so uh man brother jed a lot of people have been asking how do they get in contact with you Mm -hmm. and how can they be able to reach out to you you know what i mean i mentioned the fact that my brother does consultations so don't be trying to light his inbox up (laughs) get you a consultation but how are people able to get in contact with you and find you on uh, instagram i think i seen you put in there jared t ross on all social media but just again so people can find you yeah, my name is Jared T. Ross on all platforms. That's where you can find me. I'm mostly on Instagram and Twitter. I do have a YouTube channel as well. So y'all can reach me there. Y'all can even text me directly. If you text the word NFT to 214-466-1640. Again, that number is 214-466-1640. Text the word NFT to that number and you will get in direct contact with me. Otherwise, you can just be messaging me on Instagram. Okay, so I have another question because a lot mm-hmm. of people, again, uh, it's about, you know, trying to trying to generate some type of income, right? Trying to generate some type of revenue stream from all of this. So uh, ideally, what does it look like for a person that's new to the metaverse space, new to NFTs? and um that you know getting education and things like that what is a realistic timeline for a possible project or an investment uh and you actually able to 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 see a return you know is it like okay well it's going to take you like uh, you know six months to a year to get just in the groove of things and then start to map out your project what type of planning is necessary what what does that look like where you able to start to go down the road of a possible money-making venture right if you go the investing route you know it's, it's very hard to tell when you're going to see a return i made a, a, an 11x in a matter of three days just this week on a project that's not on the regular for me um another project that, uh, that city one where they're trying to connect that physical land to the blockchain world, um, that one turned into a 10x over the course of three months, right? So it's, you know, it can very widely vary. You might take years to hold on to a project. Now, if you want to go the route of creating your own project, you all can get that done really fast, depending on which route you go. For example, the one of the easiest ways to get into the NFT space and creating your own NFTs is to literally offer your products and services you already have as NFTs. I've got an ebook, for example, called the Crypto Audit Checklist, and I have a sales page for it. And people can choose there whether they want to, uh, you know, purchase in U.S. dollars and fiat money. They can input their credit card information, or they can click on another button that will allow them to buy the NFT edition. And so, in that way, the NFT literally just functions as an alternative payment method. So now you can start finding an easy way to accept cryptocurrency for your products and services. So that's one way you can just take your existing products and services and offer them as NFTs. Now, people can go and buy them and pay in crypto instead of fiat money. Now, if you want to go the route of developing a more fully fledged project where you've got maybe hundreds or thousands of different NFTs within your collection, that's going to take months and months of work. I would say 
four to six months of planning, of building your team, of having smart contract developers come on board where they build you a custom smart contract. That's all the coding behind the scenes of an NFT and manually deploy that to the blockchain to build you a custom uh, blockchain integrated website. This is a massive undertaking and not something I would recommend to anybody who's just getting started. If you're just getting started, go out and buy one or two cheap NFTs. And then once you garner a better understanding there, maybe you go and create an NFT just for the experience. Not with any you know intention to make a whole lot of money, but maybe you just go and create one just to see how this process really is. Okay, so uh, how how do you go about uh, building the right team? Yeah, I, I do. Um, I speak about this a lot inside my course. Okay, but you do have to find people that you trust and people who are willing to connect their real life name and identity to the project. That's one thing that you really want to have, and more than that, you want to find people who know what they're doing. You're going to have to have a couple different roles, things like your developers, things like your marketing lead, maybe a strategic partnership lead. And that sometimes is in the marketer where they go out and find you partners of other NFT projects to collaborate with and do giveaways with in that nature. You need a community manager that's going to manage your Discord community for your project. So it help nurture and grow them and make sure they're keeping everything clean and respectful inside your Discord. As you need things like maybe a meme creator, memes and, and other user-generated content are great ways to spread the word about your project. You also need an artist unless you are going to be that artist designing the NFT yourself. Okay. Okay. So you need a developer. You need a Discord manager. You need a uh, graphic artist uh, in order to create the artwork. Those are just like the basics yeah, uh, for your taste. Okay. 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 And... um. Last question, last question. All right, because I don't want to keep Brother Jared. He's gave us a lot of information tonight, family. Uh, uh, Sister Felicia said, "What is the blockchain? What is the blockchain?" The the blockchain, and this is this is a great question. I, I should have explained this earlier for y'all. So the blockchain is the core of cryptocurrency and NFTs. The blockchain is a digital public ledger, and a ledger is just a record of all transactions that have ever happened. And understand there's different blockchains. So Bitcoin has its very own blockchain. Ethereum has its own blockchain. A couple other currencies that they have their own blockchains. And these are just ledgers, records of transactions. And so with the blockchain, it's very hard to lie to somebody. So if I tell you, you know, I got $100 million in my account that I can pay you for whatever partnership or for whatever plot of land, you could actually go and look at this ledger and you could look inside my wallet and you can see how much money I got inside there. And you can tell if I'm lying. And I can also, that's also how we prove ownership over NFTs because this is a public ledger. Anybody can view it. We can see and track these digital assets, whether that be cryptocurrency or NFTs, and we can see which wallets actually own them. So it's basically like, say, in the middle of the town, we had this big old ledger of everything that was owned and everything, every asset is listed mm. on this ledger and the person that owns it their name is beside it so that's, right. that's how you're able to verify who it belongs to nobody can come and alter this ledger the the, the, right. the nobody can come and change anything that's on here you purchase something when you purchase it your name the asset and the name goes onto the ledger is visible to everybody so that you're able to check it out and you can verify that this person owns it because it has their the asset and has their name verifying ownership. That's but right. nobody has the opportunity to go in and change anything. Mm -hmm. Is that That's correct? Right. 
That's correct. It's in, it's immutable. It's unchangeable. That's right. That's right. Absolutely. So it's unchangeable. So that's the blockchain family. All right, man. So, uh, man, uh, thank you, uh, brother Jarrett, for coming through, man, on the campaign TV show podcast, brother. We appreciate you coming and breaking down NFTs and uh, virtual land and digital real estate and, you know, virtual reality, augmented reality. Man, we certainly appreciate you coming through and just giving us these uh, different gems and this knowledge family i need y'all to drop some flames in the chat if you learn something new tonight from nfts if you're an entrepreneur and you have more questions and you want jared to help you to learn how to connect your products and services to nfts then uh drop some flames in the chat family yes yeah, somebody said great show drop some flames in the chat if you was able to learn something uh if you was able to get some nuggets if you was able to get a better understanding of the metaverse uh tonight Man, wow, that's beautiful. That is beautiful. Yeah, Sister Felicia was in here. She was taking notes. She was mm -hmm. definitely interactive and engaged tonight. Yes, thank so you. It was definitely dope. Shout out to Sister Carla. Thank you, Sister, for tuning in. Uh, and even Brother Long Time, man, we appreciate the, the discourse in the yes, group, man. Absolutely. We appreciate the 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 the, uh, the engagement, brother, in the conversation. Mm -hmm. Okay. Juan said it was fire. Man, okay. Yeah. So this was it. This was it. Okay, I told I told you, Jerry. They they needed this. They was asking for this, brother. They right. needed you to come and break this down. And I thought it was important because, you know, when I saw Takeoff doing his NFT, I, and I saw all of the you know all of the excitement around it and stuff like that. And I I mentioned it to you too when we was on the phone. Uh -huh. And I'm like, oh, this thing is is getting more into the mainstream where you're seeing a lot of people doing it. We know Tory Lanez had it attached to one of his products, uh, projects, music projects that he dropped, right? Mm -hmm. So it's getting a whole lot more uh, visible to the people. And I want it as entrepreneurs for us to have a, a better understanding of it because there's so much information on YouTube. You can get on YouTube, but you're going to go like down a super rabbit hole. <laughs> so, uh, but I wanted somebody that I knew that could come and explain it clearly in, in layman's terms and help us get a clear understanding so that we can be able uh to navigate this new this new landscape as entrepreneurs and business people so i appreciate you brother yes you're very welcome and thank you for having me on it's been a pleasure yes sir absolutely thank you for joining us family and listen listen if you think if you think the show has been powerful and you was impacted from this and uh you would like to support and you'd like to see more shows like this for more guests you can see at the bottom of the screen where we're scrolling at the bottom you can donate via cash app you can donate via Cash App to Dollar Sign Campaign TV Show on Cash App, and you can send us a donation so that we are able to continue to provide impactful and valuable content so that we can continue to uh, educate our community because that's what it's about. That's what it's about. And if you want to join the podcast community so that you can get updates and you can get feedback, you can get exclusive content and things of that nature, you can text the word podcast to 404-737-1030. You text the word podcast to 404-737-1030. You can join the, the, the community there and you'll have access to be able to uh, get different updates. The number uh, for the podcast community is 404-737-1030. And you can donate via Cash App at dollar sign campaign TV show podcast. Okay. Dollar sign campaign TV show. Okay. That's how you're able to uh, donate if you would like to do that, family.
I just oh I just repeated it. I just repeated it. It's scrolling at the bottom of the screen. It's scrolling at the bottom of the screen. Uh Jared, is there any closing remarks you would like to give to us as we move forward with the metaverse, brother? I'll say this the future moves incredibly fast. It moves faster than right now. So it's very important you find people that can help you keep up. And that's me, Jared T. Ross on all platforms. That's good. That's real good. They said, uh, Jared, could you repeat your number so that they could tap in with you? Yeah, I just do it in the number? chat. It, it okay. is a uh, 214-466-1640. And y'all can text the word NFT and I'll get back to you. Yes, sir. That's it. All right, family, man. We appreciate y'all and we appreciate you for tuning in to the campaign TV show. And we look forward to seeing y'all on our next show. Thank you, brother Jared. Peace and blessings. Assalamu alaikum. Any leadership that teaches you to depend upon another race is a leadership that will enslave you. Any leadership that teaches you to depend upon another race is a leadership that will enslave They gave leadership to our forefathers and that leadership made them slaves. But we have decided to find a leadership of our own. Not your average nigga, I'm a god out the hood They can't downplay me, I came up, I'm elevated. elevated I ain't gotta say too much for them to know I'm coming for what's mine You know they see me in my presence, ain't they it? See how I'm coming. Young, but you not just gon' finesse me like you did my people's name Back when you said they was emancipated This ain't that Your head too big, you feeling yourself The game wasn't fair, you had the advantage, we weren't educated Ooh. I don't look at you people the same nah. Your worst nightmare, my skin tone about them chains yeah. Not no circus lion, son, son, I can't be tamed uh-huh. You gon' have to kill me, pussy, Toby ain't my name Y'all still want to think our history started when we were slaves what? come on now talk about them pyramids we made i'm chosen by the 